Hello and welcome to the Sprouted Dreams podcast. I'm Abigail, your fairy godmother. This week we are going to decorate the upcoming spring gardens. Seed packets, row tags, plant identification, all can be made with extra embellishments to make them suitable for the fairy or gnome garden. Now, of course, you will want to create larger gardens if possible, but even your smaller ones can have these decorative additions that bring the fantasy realm into everything that you plant. Now is also the time to purchase or package up your seeds for the upcoming season. If you have seeds that you have saved from last season, oftentimes you end up with more than enough and you want to give those as little gifts. It's nice to be able to put those into a decorative package so that it's not just something you hand someone in a Ziploc bag. Why not make it something extra special and put it into a seed envelope? These can be made on paper and then cut out in the same shape as a seed packet, glued together, and given as your gift. Now, of course, I have many of these in my shop, but you can easily make these yourself if you're crafty or artistic or you just want to spend a little bit of extra time figuring out the process. I also have some digital items in my Etsy shop that you can check out and just print them on your home computer, cut them out, and glue them up. So that kind of combines the best of both worlds. But whichever way you want to make them, seed packets can have beautiful flowers, wheelbarrows, your own artwork. You could even glue on photos from your seed catalog and make copies of those, scan them and print them, and put them on your seed packets to give to family or friends. Whatever way you want to do it, just be sure to add a small fairy or gnome or something that you love like ladybugs or I know snails are super cute. You probably don't want those in your garden though. Maybe a butterfly or a bird. Similarly, you may also do the same thing with your plant tags or row markers. Perhaps you have a row of tomatoes that will be going in a certain area and you want to mark that row out with a garden stake. These can be done with simple wood slats. Oftentimes people will use paint stirrers for the large five-gallon buckets of paint. If you get those when you purchase your paint, you can then paint the stirrer itself and then add perhaps a decal or a sticker, or simply use a marker to write tomato on that row marker. But if you want to get very elaborate with these, you could take some of your figurines that are perhaps broken or a bit faded and glue them onto the top of these stakes and really make your garden look far more festive in this way. So think about pieces that you're not using or that maybe you don't really want in your fairy garden anymore, and you could put those onto your garden stakes. Perhaps sand one side of them flat and glue that side onto the marker, or you could put them onto the top or get inventive. Think of ways that you could perhaps add a small little flat platform and make a little tiny display on top of your marker. There's so much you can do, but rather than just having a paint stick with a marker that says tomato on it, you can see how much more festive it would be 
to spend a little extra time and make your garden really look great. This is especially important for people that have smaller spaces. If you have 20 acres, you're probably not going to decorate every square inch. But if you have a little patio, you want every inch of that to look beautiful because that's your special place to maybe go and have a cup of tea in the evening or something. And you want to be able to enjoy every square inch. So this is kind of the idea behind fairy gardening itself is to create little spaces where you can escape. So wherever your escape is, be sure that you really go all out in that specific area. But when you go into your larger gardens, just spend a little extra time to make sure that that carries through into all of your gardening displays. Also with plant markers, if you have specific trees that you need to mark, you want to put tags on those that will be suitable for all seasons. These are often made with metal or with exterior plastic in mind. So you can add to those if you want to laminate some picture or photo or image onto that tree. Or if you want to actually take a stone and paint it with something beautiful, perhaps the type of apple tree it is, say it's a golden delicious, and you could paint a few pictures on there, and you could even add a simple butterfly or something and put that stone at the base of the tree. And in this way, you have really brought something special into that area during the springtime when the trees have not yet leafed out, but you've brought a bit of color and something that will help you as you continue your gardening year. I hope that gives you gobs of ideas, probably too many ideas, at least it did for me. I want to get out there and do all kinds of things now, but of course, time is of the essence. So find your favorite part of this episode and do that one first and see if you can make one and then go to your next one. Don't get overwhelmed with too much to do that you end up doing nothing. Get out there. Get out in the garden, even if it's just on your patio with a potted plant, and make some beautiful things that you can enjoy yourself and to share with others. Until next week, happy fairy gardening. This podcast has been brought to you by Sprouted Dreams. Please head over to sprouteddreams.com and see all of the decorative additions I have for your gardens at Sprouted Dreams.